Jules Verne gave you around the world in 80 days. We're here to give you around the world the sexy way. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Gagne. With me, as always, the Null Dog. What's up, buddy? How's it going? It's going well. Is it? I, li- I, I like when we watch movies that we've never seen before. This is kind of fun. Yeah, this is, the, this is actually for people keeping score at home. This is the second movie that we both have not seen uh, because we've been trying to pick a Robin Williams movie. And when you told me The World According to Garp, I was like, what? What is that? Yeah, this was one where I've had people mention this movie many times or they'll quote something from it. Not often, but, you know, it's another one of those where I've never seen it. It's Robin Williams. Like I I would have expected by now I would have kind of stumbled across it someday, but uh, it's never happened. Yeah, no. And then I actually caught the trailer and even watching the trailer, I still had no idea what the hell I was watching. (laughs) So I thought that was kind of cool that the trailer didn't give much away. Um, but yeah, this is this, I'm going out on a limb and saying that this is Robin Williams most underrated film because I don't think a lot of people have seen this movie. I'm willing to bet that there's a lot of people that haven't seen this movie. So guys stick with us to the end and we're hoping that we can shed some light on this movie and maybe give you guys just a, a reason to watch this movie from 1982. So let's get into it. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, 1982 gave us this movie, The World According to Garp, and a lot of people think that this was Robin Williams' first movie, but it really wasn't. In 1980, we got a gem of a film called Popeye. So Hmm. Popeye was, I think Popeye was his first, thank you, was his first official movie. But this one, this one is so out there. It was just, uh, I don't even know how to describe this film. Yeah, I was excited when we suggested this because George Roy Hill directed one of my favorite films of all time butch cassidy and the sundance kid he's Mm -hmm. also done the sting you know does did some really really big pictures um and so i was like look this has got to be relatively good look at the cast we get Clint close we get robin williams we get john lithgow um i saw the preview and i was a little scared because i just didn't understand the naked baby (laughs) the baby floating up and down in the air and it just like what does this have anything to do with anything yeah obviously explains it a little better when you know you start the film but um i i had nothing i had no expectations and surprisingly rough start but then got into the movie um i I was more intrigued as as it went further along once they kind of get past the childhood years i think that's what it is this movie kept me intrigued because Mm -hmm. it went from one scene to another scene and you're just kind of glued to it not knowing whether this is a good movie or not but you wanted to keep watching it because you had no idea what was going to happen the story about him being conceived was so ridiculous it's a little Uh, rough it's it's crazy the mom was a nurse yes during world war ii who took on this patient who couldn't move and uh, all this patient was on the bed and all he could do was get erections (laughs) And so the mother wanted a child. And so she knew that because all he could do was get erections. She did the deed, sat on top of him and, and uh, it, made a baby with him. It's, it's awkward the first time. It's horrific the second time she explains it when Garp is actually in the room as she tells. I, I don't know who the old man was that was living on that property. The, the dean of the school. I think maybe? it was like the dean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, you know, he just runs out of the room yelling you raped a dying man yeah is like i I didn't know i didn't even know really how to react like i i wondered that 
this is based on a novel like that novel must have been very like scandalous at the time which sure is ironic because she writes a scandalous novel in the movie as well and it's about yeah. writers so yeah it, i i didn't know what to think at first honestly i it's such a like psych that they were like put in your head you're yeah. kind of like wow okay yeah I, right. I completely agree this movie this movie is really about lust sex uh life death and it's like all just all convoluted and it's got all these things and i think the movie's kind of sloppy in that way mm -hmm. that is trying mm -hmm. to portray all these things i think the actors are very good i think the story is okay but i think it's kind of sloppy i think mm -hmm. Perhaps in the book, there's more detailed versus mm -hmm. the movie, because I, I felt like a lot of the times when it jumped from one scene to another scene, I'm like, wait a minute, that's what happened? What happened in between? Like, I feel like there was gaps missing. Sure. And I'm, I'm sure the book probably provided those gaps. Yeah, that's this is, I think, another one of those where I think the book is probably way better than the movie, because there are some <laughs> plot points where you're like, wow, that's actually an interesting idea. I wonder yeah. if they could expand on that. I'd like to know a little bit more about that character. Um, and they're just kind of, like you said, these people and these events that happen to Robin Williams. <laughs> and yeah. there's a lot of funny moments. He delivers some great moments that you just, the the scene, which is you know behind both of us, when the, he just turns to the real estate agent and says, well, take it. Like it just had Robin Williams to it. It just you, yeah. you laughed because it, it was the timing, it was his delivery, it's his face. God, I miss this guy. Like so do uh, I. It, yeah. Uh, he he definitely helps and, and carries the movie. I think Glenn Close is fantastic, but her character is very interesting. Just yeah, spacey and yet she's a nurse and, and she's an good. Her character is really good. I thought it's really, really good. Yeah. Um until her demise but you know spoiler sorry 40 years old <laughs> four years doesn't matter you know what my favorite character in this was was john lithgow john yeah. lithgow yeah. the robert muldoon turned transsexual roberta, roberta muldoon he was so fantastic yes. in this and he's not in it for a long time he comes in like halfway through the movie yeah right yeah. and and he actually he befriends uh garp robin williams and they mm -hmm. become best friends and it seems like rob garp only friend is Roberta throughout the whole yeah. movie. He has no other friends besides Roberta. That's a great point. Yeah, he doesn't. And it's, um, it's interesting because, you know, the time 1982, when this movie is made, like it's not as prevalent as it is now. Like it's not as talked about. Right. They do a really good job of just making Garp not care, like not yeah. think it's weird, not think, you know, anything of it. Um, I appreciated that of the character. I appreciated that he was so open-minded about it. His mom wanted to call it lustful, but like the scene where they sit with the hooker in the coffee shop, which her mom just wants to know about it, brings us to my first fun fact. Oh, okay. Um, do you know who the, the hooker was portrayed by? I don't. As Swoosie exactly. Kurtz, who played the lawyer in Liar Liar, the opposite Jim Carrey. Um, but, wow. Yeah. Was, okay. I was like, wow, she, she kind of looks familiar. Yeah. I'm sure but, she's been in other stuff besides Liar Liar, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's just my favorite yeah. of, of her performance. She's been in a ton of things, but okay. I just... All right. That's good knowledge. Good stuff. All right. Since we're throwing out fun facts, uh, let's give fun fact number two. Do you know who the original lead was going to be before he turned it down and passed it on to Robin Williams? Selleck. No, hmm. he was the legend that is Christopher Reeve. Really? Christopher Reeves, wow. a.k.a. Superman, was supposed to be the lead, turned it down, and passed it on to his dear friend, Mr. Robin Williams. So 
and I wonder about this. Okay. It could have been a completely different movie. And I think there's a lot of dramatic scenes in this, but they played it very much comedic with Robin Williams. And so I, I guess I wonder again, how the tone of the book is, is it they're funny moments, but am I supposed to be laughing? Is it tragic? Is it, I don't know. I really kind of like to read the book now. Like I, yeah. I, I'm not a huge reader. I prefer the visual arts, but this seems like it was missing stuff eh? that I needed a little bit more. I didn't want Garp to go out that way. Like the, the story ends tragic enough that you don't need him also to lose his life. Um, they're picking yeah. up the pieces as, as the movie goes along, losing a son and losing his mother. And it just, I, I don't know. That kind of left me empty at the end with that. It's dramatic. And, but there's no real, like, other than her popping up a bunch of times, the sister with the glasses who watches him all the time. Like it just. So, okay. Okay. So no, we're getting to that, right? The sister right. with the glasses who was yeah. named Pooh. Pooh uh, Percy. Pooh Percy. <laughs> Percy. Um, so she shows up throughout his life and always has it out for Garp. Always has it out for Garp. Catches him in the act with her sister. Uh, and then towards the end, you know, he's in his he's a he's a gym teacher or mm-hmm. a wrestling teacher. Yeah. And then she shows up again and she's dressed in a nurse's outfit and she shoots him straight point blank, shoots him. And you're just kind of like, what? Wow. Why? Yeah. yeah. I mean, was is her hatred for him that much that she had to shoot him? Yeah, it, it just there's something missing like she was part of the feminist club right so he actually ended up uh offending a lot of the feminist women because of the book he wrote so it was just i I feel like there was a lot of stuff missing there i just i don't know i don't get it yeah the the sister just didn't have a big enough story to to make you think that like yeah she'd go kill him yeah it was weird and then the other moment was when his son walt died um it was such a weird moment because, okay, so, okay, so guys, these these two couple, this couple, Robin Williams and his wife ha- had affairs, and basically he's rushing home with his kids. His wife is in another car with her lover, and they run into that car, and his two kids are on the back, and one kid dies. The weird part about this was that it shot. The way it shot, yeah. it stops yeah. and it like pans over to the sun. And we just assumed that he died. And then the next scene, I just feel like it was just weird because nobody really grieved him. It happened so quick. Yeah. The the grieving scene. Yeah. Just all of a sudden they're back in Nantucket or wherever the hell, you know, mom's got her, you know, compound. Yeah. And they're just, you know, but his mouth's wired shut. She's in the neck brace. And you're (laughs) like, okay. But you actually don't see the other son too. So for a while, I was like, yeah. "Damn, did they lose both?" And then right, and he's got older, an eye patch. The older son, who, you know, comes out with an eye patch, and <laughs> they have a funny conversation about glass eyes and stuff. But yeah, the the shot was really weird, and I don't really know what they were trying to convey. I mean, it was like yeah. freeze frame, uh-huh. and just you're staring at a still shot of the sun, and then it goes to black, and then they're in another scene. So yeah, it's almost like yeah. they ran out of money to do something. So let's yeah. just gonna stop the frame and pause it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was weird. Like so, Scooby Doo Batman, like, 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 just you know, spin the picture around and go to the next scene. Like, oh, that's gonna be good. I'm gonna put something in there during, <laughs> during the editing process. So yeah, I mean, but I I do like this movie. I liked yeah. it. So are you, you want to rate it? Let's, let's rate, rate it. it. Let's rate it. Let, let's get it. Let's get to the rating. Uh, what are we rating? One to five. Uh, we're gonna go with books. There, they were there were a lot of writers in this movie. And books. So we're gonna go with books. Yeah. Okay. How many All books right. are you gonna give? 
The World According to Garp. All right, one book being really bad and, and five books being the best Robin Williams movie you've ever seen, which it's not, it's not. So I'm gonna let you go first. But it is an underrated one and I will say that. Um, yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised especially since you know 82 it could have aged poorly i think that the running time at 215 a little scared at first like that's a pretty long movie especially back then yeah um lots to pack in here i think i wanted more i want the book um i'll give the movie two and a half books okay all right two and a half books yeah i mean it more than i thought yeah yeah i i it, it intrigued me all right two and a half books that's that's a good solid rating i think for an 82 movie heck we were in diapers when this came out yes. were you even were you even born i was 82? you were right so you were just world. yeah so <laughs> something <laughs> all right let me rate this movie the world according to garb again I, I i actually like this film it kept me intrigued i think there's a lot of gaps missing and i'm sure those gaps are filled in the book but this movie like i said it's about sex lust and this life about garp and and hate and and death and and murder and it's all kind of wrapped in this film i for one thought the movie runtime was a little long hmm. just me i thought it was a little long but i'm glad i watched it i really am and i think it's one of his most underrated films there is and and i do recommend people give it at least one viewing i don't want to go watch it again but just watch it one time see what garp is all about so i'm gonna go with a three 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 books for Mr. Garp, T.S. Garp, uh, AKA, what's a technical sergeant Gump? Technical sergeant Gump, Gump. not Garp, Gump, Gump. 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 Which is actually, <laughs> we both brought up. There are yeah. some similarities. His mom's name is Jenny. And it, it it has that, you know, moving through a, a history period yeah. and telling random stories. So it does have that feel out. And I would guarantee you that the, the screenwriter was definitely, you know, felt some draw to this movie at some point so yeah i agree cool all right check it out guys big surprise for us we didn't yes. know about it we <laughs> enjoyed it um and we appreciate sort of. you guys tuning in um yeah. not sort of to that sort of to the movie we love you guys tuning in so make sure you like and subscribe i think that's all we've got for fyc film review this week as always i've been your host gagne with me my partner the null dog and we'll check you next time all right, guys. See you later. Go watch Garp one time, though. Just one time. Go watch it. Just, just one time on, around the world. <laughs> one time. All right, guys. See you later. Bye.